What is up, EKN Nation? How are you today? My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole. Uh, just about a week out from the Supercarts USA Super Nationals. Cap things off, of course, uh, on Super Sunday, uh, just over a week ago. It's now Monday, December the 13th. Uh, I needed a week, David, <laughs> to uh, sleep and get my voice back a little bit. It's uh, It was pretty scratchy by when it, when it was all said and done. You and I did a debrief on the event um, that night. Uh, at, at Super Sunday. At Super Sunday. So we kind of t- went over everything, but we decided we'd come back and do another one here like we normally do. We'll do our junior cadet junior categories today, tomorrow night, the senior classes, of course, with the single speed and the shifters. we got some guests we're bringing on. we got a guest who will join us today. But time to get back and do this one more time, right? Let's Let's wrap up our coverage of this year's Super Nationals. Yeah, we like you said, we kind of did a quick one. Now we can get a little more in depth. We can talk about other drivers that we didn't mention or or kind of talk more about how their week progressed. And then, of course, have an interview. Again, it was great being at Resorts World, Las Vegas. Great yeah. place to stay. Unfortunately, there just wasn't a lot of traffic, kind of like what we saw at the Rio, where obviously we we sat where people came in and were go to would either go to that way to their hotel room or that way to the hotel room or that way to the bar yeah, or right it. there to the bar. So it was a little bit easier to, um, to get guests on board. We had a couple of people stop by on Sunday, um, but it just didn't have that same finesse. So we, we need to get a little bit more in depth and, and again, talk a little bit more about each, each category. Let's uh, start by telling you who's presenting the show today. And that's going to be Parallel USA. It all started back in 1994 when former kart driver Albino Perlin decided to move his passion for, for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perlin was born. Perlin USA is North America's source for Perlin products. We run a factory team at all the major Supercarts USA, USPKS, and Rock Cup events. The Perlin chassis line for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans Tag Single Speed Chassis for Junior and Senior Drivers, and the 28 male Opportunity Model for the Cadet Classes, as well as the Daytona Four Cycle Chassis. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parolin. For more information, head to ParolinUSA.com. All right, DC. Uh, first and foremost, I think we'll jump into the buy the numbers as we normally do. We got a paddock fa- pass for you. For those of you who tuned in to watch the broadcast on Supercarts USA's Facebook and YouTube channels, uh, obviously the biggest news was the move out to the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. I think all of us were wondering what we were going to see when we got there. But David, I'll you know give it straight up to Supercarts USA. They did a fantastic job. Huge parking lot to to house all the rental carts, cars that everybody had to get. We rolled in, and man, it was just like business as usual, right? Was, they dropped the track in the middle of this parking lot, and probably the best part, you can get to it at the end, the, tr- the, the, the actual lot itself, super smooth. The asphalt took rubber. It was uh, it turned out to be a really good racetrack. Yeah, there wasn't any complaints about the asphalt whatsoever. No. It was more so the way the track was built. But a little, little tight. <laughs> getting, before we get to that, it was basically, it was pick up everything, all of the contracts and everything had to be re- rerouted to to Las Vegas Motor Speedway. So, kudos to Supercarts USA for being able to pull this off. And and it, and it, you know, from the outside looking in, it looked like everything went flawless. There was maybe one or two things that could have been addressed. That you know, again, it was a, a frantic thirty days getting getting everything done. But but yeah, I mean, picture perfect weather I oh, mean, that, yeah. that helped big time we didn't have any issues with with wind which we we sometimes even had at the That's rio <laughs> uh, we didn't have any issues with with precipitation it was sunny skies every single day we had a little bit of a chill one of the nights but other than that we really didn't need coats 
you know, maybe maybe a little nice little hoodie to put on that uh, that you could get from Style Aesthetics. But uh, <laughs> uh, other than that, you know, it was it was a you couldn't have asked for a better week in Las Vegas. Yeah, you mentioned all the all the stuff that needed to get moved because folks, obviously, coming in here six months out, you've got or even maybe more than that, you've got tent rentals, you've got fencing rentals, generators, lights. Uh, all the race directors are up on up on their uh, scissor their, lifts. Their scissor yeah. lifts. Uh, you've got the, the 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 stuff like for for our EKN Cooper Tower Broadcast Center, our tower. You get the full uh, actual you know towers that have to get built. They're bringing in different uh, you know buildings for tech. Uh, for timing and scoring for the, the the audio crew, so all that stuff had to get reset, brought back out to a different venue, and then of course that site's got to be you know surveyed and where we're going to put everything, how's it going to shake down? So uh, we'll give some kudos right now to Neil uh, Strickland and his staff, David, literally coming up. When you go to the Rio, they've been there before, right? I oh, yeah, we put this here, the, the lines are still here, so drop this here. Not so much when you're at a brand new venue. Yeah, it wasn't. And, and and again, the parking lots were shaped differently. So you had to kind of revamp, you know, Stan Bernowski had to revamp the paddock space, you know, yep. put people in certain positions where they needed to be. Again, it reminded me of the 2015, 2016, uh, when we were out the Westgate, you know, where, where the paddock kind of was an L shaped and, and surrounded the racetrack. So, you know, they had experience like that. So they were able to do it. They had plenty of room. We could have done a lot of different ways with uh, with the paddock and and yeah, done different things with like say vendor row or or the way the grandstand sat or where we were positioned and where scoring is and stuff like that so there's definitely a lot of different things that they can that, that they can uh review you know uh regarding you know now that it's everything's done so uh but again it was a it was an a plus uh in terms of getting everything done so this particular show we're going to talk about micro swift mini swift uh, K100 Junior and X30 Junior. David, what what did they end up with? Did you have the number in your article exactly how many drivers end up having taken qualifying times? I have entry total as 486. Again, we okay. have drivers doing double duty, so you yeah. got to go entries. Uh, I have 486 as the actual total. I know they talked about over 500. Uh, they had cancellations. There was a number of drivers that uh, you know we saw yeah. on the entry list. We even talked about. We even predicted that would be there. Yeah, Kai uh, Sorensen the screwed five. us on that one. Yeah, exactly. So um, <laughs> screwed me really bad. But yeah. Anyway, we'll get into that later. Um, but yeah, four four eighty six. So it, it's a good total. And again, um, you know, still issues with Canadians not being able to come down. People getting ready for the Rotex Grand Finals, which yep. is going on here as well too. Right people now, were yeah. just kind of settling in and you know it just didn't you know it was after thanksgiving rather than before thanksgiving so people might have had family plans and things set up so where this week didn't work out but again with all the different all the different type of turmoil that surrounded this event uh to have the 486 number in just the nine categories that they did have it's amazing Still a massive race, the biggest uh, sprint karting race in North America in 2021. Yep. 46 drivers in micro, 62 in mini, 46 in KA100 Junior, and 45 in, in X30 Junior. David, that, that's a, just a pretty solid cross section, start to finish. Yeah, really. The only downward of that was the X30 Junior, and I think there you see a lot of international drivers coming over to race that X30 Junior. We see we used to see a lot of drivers from the OK Junior categories. A lot of the factory drivers come yep. over and race X30 Junior. So I think, you know, you could probably put 10 to 15 number in that range. So that helped eliminate the the need for um, heat race format for that category where it was just uh, just the 45 drivers. So they already had the three heat races, no, the ABCD, ABC or D um, heat groups. So um, 
I think we'll see that category grow up. You know, we've got a lot of number of mini drivers that are probably going to graduate and we'll hopefully get more international drivers yeah. uh, once again next year. So I think we'll see that number go back up to that 76 or, or in that ballpark range. And really they could probably open up KA 100 junior do a double yeah, they to, could. Uh, to the, to the 88 marks. So yeah, again, yeah, yeah. it's just timing and how everything's going to shake out. Well, I, there's just so many, there's only so many uh, spots you can have in, in the, in the schedule. Let's go another day. They're not going to go another day. It is what it is, right? There's there's cycles that go back and forth. We'll see what happens that way. Uh, but just bottom line, as you said, great numbers. I will take the opportunity right now while we're here to thank our broadcast partners from that weekend. It was, you know, so great to have them on board with us. The Alan Rudolph Racing Academy was our title sponsor of the entire uh, EKN Live broadcast of that weekend. Acceleration Kart Racing was our Super Sunday presenting sponsor once again. Odenthal Racing Products came on, on board for the first time as our Saturday presenting sponsor and Cartlift as well was our Friday presenting sponsor. So big thank you to them. And of course, as always, Cooper Tires. And we'll take a time to say a, sh- a shout out to Brian Williamson. Brian already uh, posting on there. Hey, Brian, how are you? Thank you so much. Uh, fellow number 37. Is he saying hello or <laughs> I, I heart? Pro- I think he's probably, say- I think he's probably it, saying hi. Is it hi. the I heart? Is it, is it- <laughs> it's, it could potentially be that. It could potentially be that. Essentially my brother-in-law. So yeah. Uh, uh, let's go to the uh, Paddock Pass, David, and start with the sponsor of the Paddock Pass, Acceleration Kart Racing. Acceleration Car Racing has everything you need to go racing from tires to helmets. They have a great website for you to order from and kart racers ready to pick up the phone and answer your questions six days a week. With over 20 years of kart racing under their belts, Acceleration Kart Racing has the expert, uh, experience you need uh, to help you succeed on the racetrack. You can rely on them to get the parts you need when you need them. Make Acceleration Kart Racing your go-to source for everything karting, so head to www.shopakr.com. David, uh, all right, Paddock Pass. First and foremost, we talked about it a little bit already. Brand new location, brand new host hotel. We talked about doing the debrief show at the hotel. The hotel as itself, everybody said, this is the nicest hotel I've ever stayed at during a Super Nationals weekend. It was a great place. Rooms were beautiful. Couldn't ask for much more. And hey, and a great slice of pizza. (laughs) it's 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 a five star across my every everything every aspect the only thing i didn't get to try out was the pool and again i heard people were in the pool monday so it was warm enough in vegas for people to be in the pool during the during the day so um other than that it was yeah it was probably one of the nicest hotels i've been to uh especially in vegas uh i think it was better than new york new york even though i love the dueling piano bar down there (laughs) but um you know again great food court uh, different restaurants to be able to go to. And they have even more restaurants coming in that weren't quite open yet. Um, you know, Starbucks right there. That was one of the busy hot spots every morning as uh, we walked over to get to our rental car. Um, but yeah, plenty of different options right there on the strip. Again, that's that's very that's key for a lot of people because they're there for Vegas. They're, you know, those guys who are only in the afternoon, they can party all night long and sleep in and be That's able to true. go out to the strip. So and we were uh, up, right on the strip, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. We walked yeah. right. We, we actually walked from uh, uh, Benny Hanna's down the road, yep. down, right down the strip. So um, it, it was perfect right across the street from uh, where we used to have the super nationals at the, uh, the Las Vegas convention center. So that, yep. that parking lot's still there. So uh, <laughs> you kept eyeing that every morning. I keep <laughs> eyeing that man. I, you know, you get the, you get, you could either stay at the Westgate or you could stay at resorts world. You know, a little in between. You got a little cart race going on. I, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'd, I know, I'd I like to do it, but uh, let's obviously big yeah. for the paddock pass the layout of the racetrack, David. Let, let's talk about that a little bit. Like you said, very similar to what we had in 2019. 
everybody said just a lot of tighter sections. Some people really liked it. There were other people that didn't like it at all. So it, just a couple of really tight sections. Yeah, and again, it's it's when we used to build these temporary circuits, it almost was like a, a square track. We didn't really round the barriers around the around the outside. We didn't round the barriers around this. It was, and the carters kind of made their way, uh, made the path of the actual racetrack where. Scusa sets up the racetrack to where you have to stay within these guidelines of the barriers because it surrounds the entire racetrack. And there's certain wide spots of the racetrack. Obviously, the last turn coming to the start finish line, and then it narrowed into turn one. And then you have the tight turn two, tight turn three, and then it widens out for the straightaway down to turn four. And that's where you get a little bit different. Basically, from there all the way to the long straightaway, it was a lot different than what we have seen at the Rio. The chicane was really a chicane this year. It was very similar to what we saw in 2017 when we had that big curbing chicane. Yeah. We had a lot of guys jumping over, uh, jumping, especially the shifters. They would just jump right over it and then cut over. And it was probably the slowest part of the racetrack that year. This was very similar to that minus they did have curbs. And I think really you didn't use them unless you had to, unless they they were designed so you wouldn't use them. So you wouldn't, but people did. And, you know, again, because if, if you're getting crowded, you're getting crowded, you're like, well, I got to use the curb. And so people were using them, especially in the in the pro shifter category. Guy, those guys were using them like like crazy. But, um, you know, it still provided good racing. It, it just it made passing more precise. I think if if that's a good word to use. Yeah, I agree. Yep. And and again, as always, it held everybody like if you, when you went on the defensive, just like we saw in 2019, it brought everybody back in the minute a driver went on the defensive everybody else from the back closed up because the exit speed is slow, so slow. And it really, it changed a lot of the racing. Well, you see that everywhere you go now. I mean, anytime you run a defensive line, you're going to lose two to three tenths that lap. And if somebody's behind four to six tenths, they're going to close up and they're going to close up. And then if, especially if it's a group, then it becomes a little bit, a little bit more chaotic, but um, you know, that's, that's the way we have with our bumper system. You can run that defensive line and, and, and only get a little shoved from behind yeah. and not really get not racked or, or yeah. Uh, obviously, the Paddock Pass, one of the biggest things was the debut of the Aspen Fuels, the Aspen Sport Program. Did you get a chance to talk to anybody about the fuel itself? I didn't hear anybody complain about it, which is obviously the very first step. I think that's the number one one number one thing. We didn't I didn't hear anybody complain about no. uh, the fuel. I think I think some there was some question about, you know, well, is the fuel causing a problem with you know i think maybe some carburation issues on, on a couple people i know we saw we saw somebody in pro shifter have some carburetor issues yeah, billy, Mus- and then, billy musgrave dealt with that and so is it is it a product of just what they did with the carburetor or is it a product of fuel the, the the mixture of the oil you know again a lot of different things a lot of different variables when it comes to fuel and but overall yeah. there wasn't you know guys raising their hand on the straightaway because they seized an engine or yeah or any of that so that's a good positive now you know moving forward we'll come to different climates we'll come to different uh elevations, elevations. all yeah. the different what you know florida is completely different from what you get in the midwest how how carburation works with that so a lot a lot of testing that uh, teams and engine builders are going to have to be doing moving forward but i think overall i think it was a great debut again no major issues that uh that we've been told of or or even seen on the week so there you have it, folks. That is the Paddock Pass brought to you by Acceleration Kart Racing. We pause this show for a quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network.
Leading Edge Motorsports is the industry answer to winning in karting. At the helm is industry veteran Greg Bell, who has orchestrated the success of many drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. Based in Lodi, California, Leading Edge Motorsports is the Western importer with IP karting that includes the Praga and Formula K chassis brands. Leading Edge Motorsports provides in-depth driver development for those racers in Northern California and across the country. Arrive and drive services, cart preparation, and driver coaching are available under the LEM tent throughout the season. Bell's record of working with drivers includes recent victories at North America's biggest karting events, including the Rock the Rio and the Scusa Super Nationals. Greg Bell's knowledge for building engines spans two decades and is now under the Mega Power branding, providing reliable engine service and tuning knowledge. No matter the chassis brand, choose Mega Power to get to the front. Click over to LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com for more and find them on social media to stay connected. At Leading Edge Motorsports, winning never gets old. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience and we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at www.franklincart.com where all our products are just a mouse click away. We're constantly adding to the growing product selection on the online store and we ship daily to ensure products get to you quickly. We specialize in IAMI engines, tilt seats, ceramic products, driveline branded products, Briggs & Stratton engines, OTK products, and of course, the championship winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find a variety of items to fill your karting needs. Franklin Motorsports is also known for our wide variety of services and is home to innovative engine works by FMS, our in-house engine service department. Frame straightening, cart prep, and dyno testing are all services offered regularly at Franklin Motorsports. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. Thank you for listening to the EKN Radio Network. We now join the show already in progress. All right, David, let's jump into the race report now. I think we should get at, at it. We will uh, say as we're back here, uh, if you have any questions and you're on the on the stream here right now, feel free to uh, put them in the comments there. We'll try to bring them into the show, try to answer any questions that you may have. Just feel free to put those in the comments, whether you're watching on Facebook or YouTube. Uh, our race report today is being presented by OTK USA. All over the world, everyone knows OTK is the gold standard uh, for quality and performance. In the United States, OTK USA is the source for all things OTK. From the legendary Tony Kart brand to the race-winning Cosmic and Xpre chassis, and now the new Red Speed and EOS brands, OTK quality is second to none. To learn more about a specific product line or to find the OTK dealer near you, whether it's Tony Kart, Cosmic, Xpre, Red Speed, or EOS, visit www.otkusa.com. All right, let's jump into it now. Let's go X30 Junior. And as we have done throughout the season, we start with a headline. We'll fill the story in for you from there. For those of you ready to talk about the predictions and how David did not win this year, the predictions, we're going to wait till the very end of the show. Matt, 
I'll, I will say this, David. You you messaged me. You first you messaged me when you came back and kind of looked at the numbers. And said you yeah. kicked my ass, and then you a little later said you actually you actually didn't beat me by much. No, I I I had a couple positions in the wrong uh, person, so I right. gave you more points than you should have had. Which okay. you know I didn't fudge the numbers. It's just clear, you know, accounting error. It happens all, all right. the time. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it was close, but again, it was uh, you know basically boiled down to a couple picks that that you made that set yourself. Set I picked yourself a couple of winners. Game. I picked a couple of winners. I picked a couple winners as my as well too, but you it, picked easy winners. We'll we'll get in we'll get into right. the, uh, the that's later on. That's later, later on. on. Uh, all right, the headline for X Thirty Junior thirteenth different name added to winners list. That is cool. It is. And again, this is one of those categories that you could have picked a dozen of drivers, if not more in this category. Um, You know, as we, as we, again, a smaller field this year, but again, a number of different drivers who, who could have been in contention and were in contention, uh, including top qualifier, Noah Baker, Noah Baker came out and set fast time in the, uh, in the X 30 junior category uh, ahead of Jeremy Fletcher and Justin Atticonis, but it was Jorge Ortiz who came out with two victories in the two, in the opening two heat races. Indeed, yeah. So coming from the fifth position, going up and uh, scoring those two victories. Unfortunately, he got a pushback bumper penalty, which dropped him down to the 11th spot in the third heat. And that victory went to Jeremy Fletcher, who again ran, uh, where's his positions here? A seventh, 11th, and a first. So a little bit of a mixed, uh, mixed bag of results for him. And so all this mixing up of, of the results put Justin Atticonis on the pole position for the Super Sunday main event with Noah Baker lining up in second, Jorge Ortiz in third, uh, Max Garcia in fourth, and then Jeremy Fletcher in the fifth position. Uh, I just I just actually rewatched these races before I came back on. I've, I've watched them. Obviously, I've watched them when I called them. I watched them again when I did the uh, the live show, which will be on MAV TV uh, in January. Um, and I also then turned around and had to watch them again how just to get myself dialed in. Uh, this race, David, I thought was fantastic. And I, I think the winner of both races is the guy joining us today. Jeremy Fletcher is going to be joining us a little bit later on. Um, I, w- I wondered whether or not we'd have anybody dive out like that and, and be able to pull away. Uh, but from the very get-go, he got he's the one that was able to get out of the opening couple of corners, had the chaos behind him. And he put the good laps down and got and got away early. I thought that was super impressive that he was able to be the one guy that got out of the opening corners. Yeah, Justin Atticonis actually led the opening two laps. Lap, but by yeah. that time, Fletcher got to his rear bumper, made mm-hmm. the move. And then from there, you know, uh, it was kind of a fight for second behind him. Uh, and then Fletcher just continued to lay lap down, lap consistent lap, fast laps down uh, over and over to uh, to be able to pull away to, to a solid lead. And and really just had no pressure the entire distance. Let's give, let's, let's give a time at, at, off the top here to give some props to Justin Atticonis as well. Um, again, t- t- the, the, th- the three heat race deal, you just can't make any mistakes. So didn't we tell everybody that you can't make mistakes. And this is a guy that didn't, he didn't make any mistakes. Didn't, he was no. so good in the heat races. Yeah. Qualified third ran fourth in the first heat race and then third in the other two. So it's it. consistent, you know, yeah. not making mistakes and, and again, you know, we'll talk to Jeremy about that. You know, what happened in the opening two heats to, to put you behind because you qualified sixth or second. So it's like, you know, was it the outside line? You know, a lot of things because we saw a lot of tight racing in the X30 junior heat races. You know, a lot of little some bump and runs and yeah. some contact here and there with a lot of different drivers. And a lot of, again, Jorge Ortiz had the two wins and then had the pushback bumper to send him to 11th. That essentially took the pole position, pole, pole position away from him. So and, and that he, outside and outside line running around turn one, and how many times we see guys 
jamming each other three wide, getting into the barriers on the outside. Ask Brandon Jarzakrak. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, got the same thing. Hannah Greenmeyer got it as well yep. too. A number of different yep. drivers got into that mix, so it was a little bit. So yeah, you know, again, Fletcher just was able to uh, to put down. And again, he wasn't the quickest car down the racetrack, but he had the most consistent laps as soon as he got out front. And I, I mean, I, call, I called that mid race when he knocked about, I think he knocked like four, five, fours in a row. Boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom. Right. And here's the thing I like what I liked about it. Obviously, everybody's behind him. They're all kind of, they're, they're jostling around. Max Garcia was kind of stepping his way forward. You know, he got back to like fifth or sixth, but just kept methodically working his way forward. He ended up being the guy at the front. But it was Jeremy's pressure, him pulling away and nobody being able to really catch up to him. I think it started to push that sense of urgency into a lot of drivers behind. Like, I don't want to run for second here. I, I want to see if I can't go get him. Yeah, and then it, once you got out to second, then people would come after you again. So it was it was really chaotic for that. And again, easy sailing for him. But, you know, good props to Max Garcia for getting that second spot. Again, rookie in the field to, to be able to move up uh, to, to finish second. And he's got a number of podiums at the Super Nationals. He really does like the Super Nationals. And let's just say this, too. It's not like he just walked away because at one point, they, near the end of the lap, last like last six laps, they really started to close in in a big way, right? And yeah. then the battle. Then I think I want to say Adiconis made a move coming out of the chicane, dove to the inside of Garcia to take the spot. And that racing allowed Chase Hand to get in there as well. Uh, Chase came up and was right there. So really... All that fighting allowed Jeremy to pull away at the end. But then we had this battle between Garcia and Adiconis. I thought Han was going to come up with second at one point. He tried to do an yeah. over-under when they got racing out of turn number 10. Uh, all, all in all, it got to a point where I think Adiconis said, I'm not going to win from second. So I'm going to second to see if I can't get away. And then they just yeah. they just decided to race for P2. Yeah, and actually Hand actually crossed the line in the third position where I yeah. pushed back bumper penalty, and Hand yep. was the quickest driver on the racetrack, was credited with fast lap of the race. So that pushed him down to the eighth spot. That moved Caleb Gaffer up to the fourth spot and then put Aiden Ingrata, a Canadian, up to fifth position. Yeah, and, and, and Gaffera and Ingrata kind of worked their way forward as well, right? They they, they, they were kind of teamed up a bit. They yeah. were able to catch Ortiz. Both they moved five Ortiz spots, back. yeah. Yeah, and then they just kept moving forward. So good shout out to both of those guys uh, in, in getting themselves forward. And again, Gaffera is the guy that ends up with the with the luck on that one. Uh, he and, and he was pretty quick but had that one issue where he got ended up in the barriers uh, in one of the heat races. That knocked him down big time for the starting spot. So good job for Caleb to fight his way back forward in that Rawls performance group deal. But again, 4.6 seconds. Once they started fighting, Fletcher was able to pull away. And, he was. Hey, uh, and again, this because this was the second race, this was the back-to-back jacks, right, at the end of this one here. And again, this was the final weekend in junior for Jeremy Fletcher. What a great way to do it. Uh, I had already won at uh, K100 Junior, which we'll talk about next. This was a way to cap off your junior career with an exclamation point. It certainly was. <laughs> One more thing before we move to KA 100 Junior, yep. we've got to talk about Christian Miles. And we know, I know we talked about him yeah. in, in the debrief, but 100%. you know, just to he had an issue in qualifying. Uh, got a got penalty? The, no, it was a penalty. He got a penalty. He got a penalty. It was <laughs> uh, for swerving at yeah. at somebody. Uh, and again, they were they were hammering down on that type of stuff yep. during during the uh, the sessions. But uh, uh, so basically, started 45th every heat race. Got up to 20th. Got up to 20th, <laughs> and I believe got into the top 20 uh, in the third heat. And he actually start. Oh, I got the results. Yeah, 18th, 20th, and 10th in the three heat That's races. Ridiculous. So wow. I think he had 70 some carts passed by the three different heat by the end of the heat races. So that put him 17th on the main event and he was able to move up seven positions to the 10th spot. So 
And, and to be honest, he was he was like almost eighth at one point. Like there was that he was a in little that bit great, of yes, he really was in the top ten. Yeah, Vinny Bates. Phillips, Brandon Brandon Carr, all those guys were in that that great fight there. Noah right? Baker as well. Noah Baker, in there too, yeah, along yeah, with yeah. I believe Sebastian Weldon. He was one of those that was kind of exactly keeping ahead of everybody. So yeah, uh, yeah it, a really good weekend. Miles is among the uh, the many Carters going uh, down to Sebring this week for the yeah. uh, Lucas Oil School uh, shootout. Party yep. shootout that they're having this weekend. Well, t- take a little momentum in there for Christian because that was you know, and that yeah. and I didn't pick I didn't pick up on it the first day. Finally saw it, so I kind of watch it in the third race because we do the best we can, obviously, to see who's moving forward. But right. uh, I, and I and I hadn't been alerted to the fact that he got that penalty. I didn't I didn't know he started last in those races. So, man, you know, everybody has a different experience in the supernats, right? Sometimes well, you're like sometimes you're, sometimes you're up front battling away. Sometimes it's this life experience thing where you fight from the very back and pass all these guys. There's 486 different stories. This super nationals. Again, <laughs> everybody has a different story. There's a lot of different, there's many good ones. There's there that are just there to experience it. There's some that are, you know, heartbroken on, on the way they performed or, or some issues that happened. We saw a number of drivers, you know, getting wrecked on the opening lap of the main event. That's just, you know, you don't, you, you work all year and all week. For, for that super Sunday moment and it's gone in a, in a blink of an eye. So again, a lot of different, a lot of, a lot of heartbreaks, but a lot of uh, cheerful and enjoyment uh, for, for a handful of, of drivers leaving the week. To tie it back to your title, David, uh, Jeremy Fletcher becomes the 13th different winner in X30 yeah. junior at the super nationals. Yeah. Again, no repeat winners in the, in the many tag junior that it began with, and then moved to X30 junior. We've had no repeat winners and we won't because uh, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about Jeremy moving up to the senior ranks later on. We pause this show for a quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN radio network. Feel like you're racing alongside the many legends that have called CRG home. With direct factory support, the CRG Nordam operation is the North American distributor for all CRG products related to karting and is based just outside Houston, Texas. The complete racing chassis line, including the famous Road Rebel shifter cart, is available through CRG Nordam. The growing FS4 Briggs & Stratton focused chassis is expanding worldwide, including right here in North America. Many tracks, indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the Centurion rental cart line through CRG. New for the 2020 season is the Mini Hero for cadet racing, homologated for FIA competitions around the world. Head over to kartcrg.com or find them on all social media networks. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history of motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level of track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is power-tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of race day. 
Be sure to follow Briggs and Stratton Racing on Facebook and through at RaceBriggs on Instagram. To learn more about the 206 engine or to find the North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs and Stratton Racing, what powers you? Thank you for listening to the EKN Radio Network. We now join the show already in progress. All right, this race report brought to you by OTK USA. Let's move into the KA100 Junior Class and the headline, exciting final lap as Fletcher earns first Super Nationals win. Now we say that because KA100 Junior was third in the order. So yeah, yeah. it doesn't really go with uh, the way we scripted the, the debrief here, but it was his first victory of the event because it was the third in order. And again, it was this was one of those race categories where there was a handful of drivers who were in contention. Uh, Jesus Vasquez Jr. started the, the week off yep. with fastest in qualifying. We we're like, oh man, this guy's ready. He's ready to have that, that, was it. that breakthrough performance. Unfortunately, it didn't kind of end up that way as Fletcher was able to score both the uh, the first heat and the second heat race wins. Uh, ended up being uh, Noah Baker who scored the third heat race. He was in he was in the contention for the heat race in the opening heat race, but he had I believe a broken reed or something mechanical happened to him on the last lap. So that put that. him yeah. that put him thirty fifth in the order on that race. So he pulled off a second in heat two. And then a win in heat three. So that lined him up back in ninth. And the K100 junior category, when you're starting ninth, that's a little bit harder to come through rather than say X30 junior. But uh, yeah, another driver I want to bring up to is Cole Kleck was very strong in the in the heat mm-hmm. races. Uh, I'm not sure what happened to him after that. I, I just had a quick look at my my results and got him down in the 21st position. I didn't I didn't get a chance to pick up there, but I will give props to him. He's a he's a pretty quick kid out of Texas who was uh, who was third in both of the in the first and second heat races. Not sure where he finished heat race three, but started fourth on the grid. So man, obviously he's a, a pretty good overall group of of heat races for Kleck. But again. Dave, Jeremy Fletcher, like you said, a couple of wins there. And and he and, and uh, Atacona is able to get out next 30 junior. He'd already done it because he, again, was able to, like, all that chaos around him, got a pretty nice little lead from the very get-go to the start of that race. Yeah, this time, the first race, which was this this category, he and uh, Helio Meza, Elio Meza were oh, able to, uh, to break away. So very similar in style of that, except this time Meza was able to stay with Fletcher and Fletcher was, was heated. Well, uh, no, didn't uh, Fletcher was able to get away for the first half of them, not mistaken. And then Salim Hanna lined up with uh, lined up with um, Elio, and they were able to reel in Jeremy together for a little bit. Yep, yep. yeah, they and reeled then, in. And then and then uh, Hanna lost the draft, and it was just Fletcher and yeah, and Mesa yeah. at the end there. But uh, yeah, so it was basically a duel for the victory. Um, you know, the, another guy that was good late in the late going a bit, and we'll talk about more about him a bit, was uh, Cooper Shipman. He had a really, really strong uh, Super Sunday. But I, I love the finish of this one here. It was, it was wild. Elio Mesa uh, runs for Iron Rock uh, Motorsports, really settled into second spot, didn't put a lot of pressure on. You know, Jeremy, of course, made the kind of block to the inside a little bit to start the last lap. Mesa does the over-under, passes him on the inside, and then they roll through. And once they get to turn four, Mesa went on the full defense mode. Jeremy went to the outside. And in turn four, the kind of hard hairpin left-hander, absolute textbook uh, over-under. And coming out of the corner, had the spot. Mesa was kind of on the outside, maybe about a quarter maybe a quarter of the way up. And the track kind of comes back around. The Bears bring it back around. And Elio just didn't want to give it up. And crowded in and, and got into the bears. And that really was it right there. I think I th- want to say he bent or broke the right front. 
it, I think he just completely sheared off the uh, the spindle from the from the uh, <laughs> um, uh, tie rod. So yeah, it was basically the tires were were pointed this way. Yeah, um, yeah it was a. It, it looked like he was trying to keep going. He 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 made it up to the right hand corner, uh, the next corner. But once he got through there, he it just wouldn't turn. So he uh, he parked it off to the side. Just a great Super Nationals last lap, overtaking move into turn number one. Nice bottom move. Jeremy tries to find a way back, but defensive on the, into two, defensive into three, and then defensive into four. And it would again, I got a textbook over under. Great pass. Yeah, and again, it's just you know every two drivers going for the same piece of real estate. Fletcher had the advantage, and unfortunately, Mesa thought he did, and 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 didn't have the 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 I, not confidence, but the no know of to get out of it let fletcher have this next corner and then close back up onto him yeah. before you get to the chicane because i think something still could have happened if he would have backed out of it but again it's k100 you're thinking momentum 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 so it's almost like the minis and micros anytime you get off the gas you know uh, i don't want to do that but in this situation it's better to maybe yield this corner so you can get him maybe uh, another corner down the road. So Mesa being out, Cooper Shipman, as I had said, who had such a great race, ends up finding himself up into second spot. Salim Hanna, who had dropped back. Hanna had dropped back from Elio Mesa and then got in the fight with uh, uh, with, with Shipman. And I, I, was, I think, was Christian Cameron right in that fight as well at that point? Was he close enough to be in the fight? No, there? not yet. No, not yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, Shipman actually was quickest on the racetrack, was able to score, uh, put down the, the fast lap of the race, yeah. but... Um, I'll, let me look at the lap chart real quick again. I was going to go back. Look, it looks like Cameron was about two tenths or two seconds behind. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Cameron was a, a bunch uh, with with a bunch of drivers. Um, oh, there was, I got to go to my notes here. Yeah, I think he was with a bunch of drivers that was that was um, behind them. Yep. Right, I'm looking at it right now here. Yeah, Shipman. I think actually what it was is Shipman ran down. Uh, Hannah was able to to close up. Uh, on the last lap and steal that what would have been um, the third position and then became second when, uh, when Mesa retired. So, uh, and then behind them, Cameron had a, uh, was able to get ahead of uh, a group of drivers that included Baker, uh, Chase Hand, Elliot Cox, um, finishing fifth, sixth, and seventh. Then Noel Baker uh, able to come up after the issues, He's, as you said in the heat races, end up P uh, five all total. Bottom line is it was a, it was a, just a, a fantastic run to start off Fletcher's day, right? Yeah, I mean a great way to 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 you know get that first win under your belt. And again, we'll ask him if it helped c- carry the confidence into the X thirty junior category. But all in all, get that first win under your belt, become the third different winner in the category. Again, it's only the third year that we've had the KA one hundred junior division. Uh, at the Super Nationals, we had um, James Wharton win in 2018, Brent Cruz win in 2019, and now Jeremy Fletcher in 2021. So, uh, and pretty the big, three, the big, three solid names right there. Three, three solid names. And as we know, Jeremy Fletcher, as he said on the podium as well, last race is an X30 junior, X30 senior beckons, and what a great way to cap off your your, your junior career with literally dominating both wins, you know, getting scored both wins in the junior classes. And again, become only the second driver ever at the Super Nationals to win two categories in the same year. He That's joins it. Connor De Felipe, who did that in 2005 outside Sam Boyd Stadium. Yeah, that's it. All right. You know what? He's waiting for us. He's been waiting he is. for I think he's, yeah. 35 minutes. Let's bring him in. Let's bring him in. He's been very patient. He has we been. Appreciate. Jeremy Fletcher, so. thank you so much for joining us on this edition of the Debrief here as we wrap up the Super Nationals. You've heard, you sat back while we extolled how great you were there. 
has, has, I guess I could say, has it sunken in? How good does it feel a week out of the Supernats knowing you've got a couple of trophies behind you? I mean, it hasn't really, like, it just started sinking in day after day, like one of two. It was just yeah. an amazing feeling knowing I got both wins. It is. because You know, we talked about this before we went on, that the level of competition in the X30 junior class, the same goes for K100 junior. So hard for David and I uh, to predict who we could put in the top five. Coming, how do you prepare for like coming into a race like that? You you know you're going to be fast wherever you go. Do you have to just kind of leave your expectations kind of wide open? Um, I really take it after the first practice session, and then we just okay. build from there. Just think about what I need to work on. We just keep building all weekend until it's all laid out in the final. Let's talk about that first practice session. Did you roll off? Were you pretty happy when you came off the track for that first time? We know the track changes a lot uh, throughout the course of a Super Nationals, but did you feel like you guys were going to be on, on the right right page from the get-go? Yeah, we were definitely fast. The only thing was there was definitely a lot of double yellows and reds. Yeah. That was my only main concern was, say, I get out to a lead like I had next 30, and then you get a full course caution and everybody's back in it. Yeah. Thankfully, everybody learned the track, but yeah, we were just fast out of the get. And that's one of the things you ran, obviously, both categories. One was in the morning, one was in the afternoon. Talk a little bit about that. I know that it would have been nice not to have to rush around a bit, but it really, man, made for some long days for you guys. Yeah, I mean, we'd get to the track and we'd have 12-hour days. We'd start at, we'd be on track at 8.50 and we'd leave the track at 7.50. It was just really long, spread out days. Let's start with the KA100 Junior Race. Uh, you were really able to leverage the the pole there to jump out front and, and the, with the, all the chaos that happened in one and two behind you, you were able to pull out a big good lead. Eventually, you got reeled in by Elio Mesa. Did that cause you any concern or were you, were you just kind of ready for the, the one-on-one battle? Um, He was really fast here and me down from a big gap. I was actually surprised, but once he started pushing me, I knew it was just going to come down to a two-cart battle. I think he would have pulled away, honestly, if he would have passed me. Because he definitely had pace on me, he was called me from miles back. He did. He it was yeah, it was a pretty decent little advantage. He makes the move on you in turn number one. Now, again, this is the racecraft you've learned over your many years, right? With with the coaches you have and your team. Uh, what did you say to yourself? He goes by you inside of turn number one. Was turn four the the the, the first plan, or was there any other? Did you just kind of settle in and and kind of try to figure out what was going to happen over that final lap? Um, I was kind of happy when he passed me, honestly. Because I was just going to try to find a hole in his blocking. Um, this track was definitely good for the over and under. I did it multiple times in any many of the heat races. But I knew four was a big one because it kind of like the corner almost cuts off. And you get like an extra car length. So yep. as soon as I got in there, I knew I was good. So that, that I like that. So <laughs> passing that early put you in the kind of put you in the aggressive position opposed to being on the defensive the entire last lap. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I thought I was just going to find a hole in his blocking and just get under him, and that's what I did. Any Anytime during that race, did you think, just come by me. Just go by me once. Just I just want to kind of see what – because I know a lot of drivers like to measure up who they're racing against. Did you think that, or were you like, I'm just going to hit my marks and go forward? Um, I would kind of take little peeks back just to see where I had advantages on him, but I really didn't want him to pass me knowing how fast he was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I will say this. You didn't look back very much. You say little peaks. I don't know that I, and I mentioned this in the broadcast. I kept looking and you, you did not look back that much. I would almost like, just like kind of look like this and just see him in my peripheral, <laughs> just see if I gap him out of the corner a little bit. And... Is there anybody in, the, in your paddock? Is Gary or one of the guys rip on you if you look back backwards? Um, 
they just want me to really stay focused, just keep hitting my marks, and just keep doing what I'm doing. And that's exactly that. All right, so that's your, X, that's your K100 Junior. X30, obviously, a little bit different. We talked a little bit more about that battle and how things kind of shook down. Overall, how what were your thoughts on the X30 race? Um, I knew I wasn't starting great, but we had a great first lap. I don't know if I was in second, but yeah, I came out of the Adikonis. first lap yep. very fast. We were fast at the start, got out of Konis, got around him, and I just put my head down, kept putting in fours, and walked away. What What about the opening two heat races? You qualified second. Was starting on the outside lane the, the issues for you in those two heat races? Kind of fill us in on that. I mean, the main thing I did learn is you didn't really want to send it into turn one around the outside and try to hold it because you'd have things like Josh Crack where they ended up going into the wall and just running it out. So I just tried to tuck in wherever I could find a gap and just roll it through the first lap and settle down. So uh, go so there wasn't any major issues. You just kind of got shuffled back. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. just kind of have to find the gap so you don't go in the wall. Uh, you win the first one. Uh, obviously, as David has said, there's only two guys now, including you, who have won two because normally there's not you know those two races to run on. Yeah. Over the last couple of years, we've had X30 Junior and the 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 Junior class, uh, or and the uh, K100 Junior. Not a lot of seniors do double dirty. You're going back to Connor De Felipe. How much did the first win help you with the second one? Did it give you confidence? Did it give you a better feel of where you maybe needed to be in a battle, or was, was it just was it just a confidence thing? I mean, yeah, it definitely boosted the confidence knowing we had the pace and were able to run at the front and that, and getting the win was definitely amazing. So I think it did help me going into junior, uh, X30, also knowing like where to pass and how they're going to block and everything. Did it take some pressure off? I've already got a trophy. I'm good. I can <laughs> I take mean, second no, if I have to. <laughs> I definitely wanted both of them. That yeah. was the main goal. I was telling my mechanic, Dalton, I just really wanted both wins to call, uh, cap off the career. Talk a little bit about the people that help you. Obviously, you know, I know you got a big team behind you, the, the families behind you. Uh, talk about the the the, the crew that uh, that put your equipment together for you. Yeah, we got uh, Gary Willis from Gary Willis Racing. We got Brandon Alice, uh, Brandon from Allison Racing Engines. You got Dalton, the mechanic. I mean, they're all just amazing people that are helping me get the go kart together. You got OTK that makes the chassis. Odenthal, like you guys mentioned earlier, for the motor mounts. You just got the whole team that helps me. So now, now the moves to senior, right? Like, like you said on the podium, man, this is my, these are my last junior races. I've got two big wins. I called it the exclamation point on your junior career. How excited are you to, to, to dive into run against the Norbergs and the Jarsacracks and the Greenmeyers and the, everybody else in that field, the Massaminos, you name it, like the huge field of senior drivers. Like, are you pretty pumped to get at that? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely excited. Um, I think it might be a different type of racing, maybe a little bit more calmer and more smarter moves, but other than that, I'm ready. Well, listen, man, uh, just obviously tremendous it, to be, to see the way you're able to do it, and, and and for me to pick one of those races. Thank you very much. I'll take that prediction. I appreciate. I was able to beat David because of you, Jeremy. Thank you very uh, much. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, David, any final thoughts for Jeremy? Um, yeah. One more about the about the supernats. Which did you prefer? Did you prefer the morning sessions, the way the track uh, reacted and how the condition conditions were? Or did you prefer the afternoon a little bit, you know, as the sun was going down and then under the lights? Uh, I liked under the lights because it made me feel like I was going faster. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. That's what I would expect. But I did, like under the lights too. Did, did, did the track, the tra obviously you, you have different tires for the different categories, but did the track change a lot uh, for you um, going between? No, I mean, it just got a little bit colder. So we were just playing with tire pressure and that mm -hmm. was about it. 
All right. So what's 2022 look like? Where are we going to see you? What programs do you expect to be racing? Uh, are you still with Gary for next year? I would assume you are. Uh, just give us, kind of give us a little, a little uh, uh, preview of, of where Jeremy Fletcher is going to be next year. Yeah. I mean, we're going to carry the exact same team and just keep this role going. Um, first race will probably be a uh, winter tour. We'll start off the series with there. Then um, we have USPKS. We're going to run all of that. More than likely all the Scusa stuff, some rock. We're just kind of flow through the year and just keep progressing as a senior. All right. Is there, let's, let's do a preview. Where's your first senior win come? Is there a track? Is there a series? Uh, and you could say winter tour. Hopefully winter tour. <laughs> hopefully winter tour. <laughs> that'd be great. I love it. We all, Dave and I love watching these junior drivers jump up to senior and get a feel for what it's like. And you're right. It is a different kind of racing. There's a lot more respect. It's pretty aggressive as you know, but it's, it's more, it's more precise, I think. So overall, I think, uh, I think you're going to fit in really well. You, you've never lacked the aggression uh, or the precision moves. So uh, we expect you to do really well. Thanks for joining us here on the, on the debrief. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys for joining or inviting me to the show. <laughs> no problem. Great to have you, buddy. So there he is, folks. Jeremy Fletcher put his name in the Supercarts USA uh, record books. Connor De Felipe, David, uh, part of the record book as the most wins. Four wins at the Super Nationals. Kip Foster and Billy Musgrave with him at four wins. Also, like you said, the only driver until this year to win two races in one year. He won, I believe, Junior Intercontinental A, the Jicka Class, and ADCC Junior that year. And even though we've had this KA100 category and two junior classes for the last three years, first guy to do it. Jeremy Fletcher. Oh, he could be the first guy to do it back to back years. Uh, you know, he could Whoa. run KA 100 senior and X 30 senior next year and win both. I mean, and, 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 and then be a four time. Wow. I mean, that would be very historic. I'm not <laughs> going to predict that because obviously if I predict it, it's not going to happen. According Don't to put Derek that Lang. evil on me, Ricky Bobby. No, no, not going to do that. <laughs> not going to do that. All right. Um, that's it. Jeremy Fletcher. Back-to-back jacks in uh, X30 Junior and KA100 Junior. We pause this show for a quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. In karting, it's important to be supported by the right people. With over 40 years of experience in the sport, Trinity Karting Group has everything you need to make your program successful. We do it all, and we do it right. Trackside support and arrive and drive programs are available in 2021 for the USPKS and the Supercarts USA Pro Tour and Super Nationals with full product sales and service and professional coaching from our experienced staff. Trinity Carding Group is a full service operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, which gives us access to our custom designed driver training facility. This allows us to offer private one-on-one coaching to take you to the next level. Trinity Karting Group is also your Midwest home for Tony Kart and IAMI, and we're your source for MG and Avinco tires in the region. Tony Kart quality cannot be beat, so call us today to put you in a new chassis for your next event. From arrive and drive and coaching programs to the parts you need, let Trinity Karting Group provide you with customer service and a racing experience second to none. Trinity Karting Group has a long history in the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development. We take pride in our professional approach and our positive attitude. Let us build a custom race program for you. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitycardinggroup.com. Fast, 
fair, and fun. Ignite Spec Karting offers you all of that at an affordable price. And the all-new IgniteKarting.com website provides you with the information you need to fuel your passion for kart racing. Ignite Karting is a spec kart that features the Margay Racing chassis with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine and a Hoosier R80 tire. Everyone in the Junior, Senior and Masters classes utilize the same Ignite K3 kart which puts all the emphasis squarely on the driver. You can race the Ignite package from Margay at the local, regional and national level. Special events for 2021 include the Ignite Majors featuring events at the Charlotte Motor Speedway, Quincy Grand Prix and Newcastle Motorsports Park. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the regional-based Ignite Challenge Series at tracks in Iowa, Missouri, Indiana, and Illinois. Local club programs have been established in Idaho, Texas, Nebraska, New York, Ohio, and Florida. All the information that you're looking for on events throughout the country and on all the Ignite car packages, including dealers in your area, is available at IgniteCarding.com. Get off the couch and on the track this year. Ignite Karting. Fuel your passion. All right, David, let's jump back into the race report here. Uh, get brought to you by OTK USA. Again, this is what? I want to grab it. Episode 87. 87. The, our 87th EKN Debrief, which is, of course, our our uh, review uh, show that we put on. I love, I love doing it here on, on YouTube and primetime. I think we'll do more of these, a lot more of these in 2020. Uh, 2022 you'll just have to take the morning off go sleep in because i'm yeah i don't mind that yeah that sounds good you know as as long as it doesn't interfere with march madness because that that's my uh i gotta at least i'll have the tv on here i can watch we can make some adjustments we can you have if i scream and yell you know (laughs) really loud it's because i'm watching the tv not who what you're talking about especially your predictions (laughs) listen i normally beat you anyways in the march madness thing in the in the yeah i do normally beat you uh, yeah in the, in the, no in the pool no, no. Yeah. i'll go back and look hold on keep t- keep talking all right here we go <laughs> <laughs> all right here we go let's go to mini swift because this is the one that we didn't predict going in you wouldn't have thought was going to happen after qualifying uh let's just do this here the headline for mini swift scusa pro tour champion vid montien shows patience en route to victory what a great story it, again, yeah, it we saw we'll see, we'll talk about a little bit of patience later uh, tomorrow in tomorrow's episode as well. But when you're looking at the the junior categories and cadets, this was one about patience. This category certainly was because yeah. I mean, talk Enzo Vidmontian coming in as both not only a pro tour champion but also the USPKS champion. We and we said in the predictions, he just didn't seem to have that speed and that confidence at the end of the year as much as he did at the beginning, but still got both championships under his belt so we weren't looking at at, at vid montien as as one of those drivers to really to make us make a statement uh and he, and he didn't Sunday. have he didn't have a huge performance at the rock vegas race either exactly yes which was that my mind was well. you know that yes. thing we we're looking at right so so again you know vid montien got somehow got put into the slower group for qualifying so that in alone itself made it a, a big hurdle to get over quickly and uh, and that was, you know, something that he had to contend with, because, again, he qualified 23rd overall in a field of how many we have 67, 67 drivers started or qualified 23rd overall. So that that was again, he so it's like the only way to go is forward. So that and that in itself was good. But again, 
when you're talking about the the round robin heat races that you have where you're facing different groups of drivers all three rounds of heats you got to have that patience and again that consistency just like you talked about with justin atticonis who started x30 junior on the pole position you got to stay clean and but you still got to be able to move forward or at least hold your position and that's something vid montian was able to do uh but out front it was basically a parallel party going on uh, no you know, doubt. We, had, yeah. we had Vivek Canthan come out as the top qualifier, able to set uh, fast time in qualifying for that group. And then it was Oliver Kidmark, Kinmark, who was the, the top driver in all of three of his heat races. So he came away with three heat race wins to score uh, to score the pole position. Yeah. Uh, other heat wins included Oliver Weldon scoring the B versus C, Asher Osteen in B versus D, and then another parallel, Christian Costoya. Uh, yeah. winning so four parallel wins in the six heat races and throw it and throw in tyler roberts as well there was a lot like uh, you know the, the parallel guys were up front for sure they had a suck that connect chassis is strong and they had a super strong run through the heat races as you had said um and with weldon in there too i thought that was interesting kind of how it all played out but then of course we go made event racing and it, this this one this one in my mind was so much fun to watch and, and I, I really wasn't surprised how it kind of shook out as kind of things played out uh, I would have, you know, had you asked me on going into the race, who was going to win, I would have said Oliver Kinmark. Yeah. It seemed, it seemed to me like he was able to make passes at will. He was able to put himself where he wanted. And I wasn't surprised when he and Weldon were out by, by the halfway point of the race with it, with a nice little advantage. Yeah. And again, though, they were racing at the same time of day as what they've been used to all day long. So it really wasn't much of a difference for, for this category itself. So you would think it'd be, the same as what we saw in the heat races would be the same drivers that we see dominating or at least be in the front group uh, racing on Super Sunday. But uh, again, there wasn't a lot of patience by a lot of the other drivers. There was a lot of jostling for position and trying to be that top driver uh, in the lead group. Yeah, and, and again, that's exactly that because Weldon would eventually go by. They started battling. And as they started battling it out, really, again, that the guy that played that aggressively was, was it Vid Montien. He was able to great start, getting himself in a position. They were battling. He, was, I think, was it was he in the was he in the lead by halfway? Yeah, uh, lap, just a, lap just 14. after halfway lap. Yeah. I have lap thirteen 13. is when he got into the lead. Yeah. Uh, again, started he started ninth. So just again got through the opening laps, got into the top five by about the halfway mark because again it was only twenty laps. It was only a twenty lap race. For, yeah, for got in, got inside the top five, and again, like you said. They were just jostling for position and it, and it kind of just opened up the door for him to to go into the lead. And he got into the lead a uh, little bit of uh, challenge with uh, Weldon, because so once once Vidmontien got up there, Weldon kind of was the aggressor, was the attacker going after Vidmontien. Yeah, and it was, I remember it was Weldon and Oshin and Kinmark all lined up at one point yep. to reel him back in, right, to get back into him. And I know that I have, I have my notes, uh, the Weldon closed with two to go. Um, and then he made a move in turn four. He, he got, they finally got there, dove into turn number four, yeah. and that brought Kinmark and Hoshin <laughs> back in again because, of course, they slowed up on the exit, and boom, they were right back on him again. So yeah, that move basically gave the win to Vid Montien because it, it didn't, it wasn't a su- successful move for Weldon, and so and then it also brought everybody else back in. So it was kind of what we saw uh, with with Fletcher, everybody racing for second. Except this time it was only two laps to go. Yeah. And it right. was like, guys, we gotta, you know, we gotta go. And it, it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen. So um, I got the so Enzo took back the uh the lead at the start of uh, of uh, of lap number 19. 
Uh, and then Osteen pinched Weldon into the barrier on the exit of turn number two. I mean, that was that. Yeah. Coming out of there, I'm trying to think of where, Oh yes. The, the pitch, they were coming down in. That's right. Coming into turn number one. And it looked like it looked, I think that Weldon might've been able to stay with, with, uh, did Montien, yeah. but right down, pinched down. Uh, it was, it was Oshie coming down. They went all the way down to the apex and, and, and Weldon still got the pass done, but wasn't able to complete it in turn number two. Yeah. So that essentially was the winning move for Ben Montien <laughs> because it, it yeah. was a, a little bit, you know, just, there's not going to be enough time to, to reel him back in. So, uh, you know, as we talked about a great way to cap off his junior career for Jeremy Fletcher, this is a great way to cap off the the cadet career for Enzo Vidmontian because I believe he's going to be moving up into the junior ranks come so. 2022. So uh, Pro Tour Championship, USPKS Championship, Super Nationals victory, major for him and Benick. Yeah, what a uh, what a year for for, for both Enzo Vidmontian and Team Benick, as you had said. Uh, Vivek Canton ends up finishing in the second spot. David Oliver Weldon third, uh, Jack Isla fourth, and Roman Kamyap right. Counting around yeah. your top five. Yeah, we had Kinmark with uh, a pushback bumper penalty, two penalties, some right? penalties and then yeah. yeah, two penalties, and then Asher Osteen with uh, a penalty as well too. So they were on the podium on third and fourth, but they were uh, knocked down because of penalties. So uh, you mentioned Tyler Roberts, so he got the. Uh, let me. Oh, sorry, I had to move this over here. A, uh, a seventh place finish uh, just behind Cash Perkins on the Merlin moved up twelve spots, so a good. Super nice. Sunday uh, performance by Cash Perkins. Yep. Uh, Osteen moved down to ninth behind Rodrigo Cibra. 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 Yeah, I met I met uh, I met Rodrigo on the way to start Starbucks in the morning one day. Good kid, <laughs> great personality, and being coached by Jao Barbera, the uh, noted sports oh, car racer too. Yes, yeah. Yes, so yeah. they're from Portugal and had a chance to talk to him. Took a selfie with him in line at uh, Starbucks. There you um, go. We're a good kid, no doubt. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so Asher moved down to the ninth spot, and then Christian Castoya uh, ended up coming up from 20th to the 10th spot with fast laps of the race. So, and Castoya, if I'm not mistaken, he might have been the fastest driver in the first qualifying group, the slower qualifying group. I think he, I think he had provisional pole when we first started. I think maybe. I think, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think like, he he was just a little bit quicker than what um. What Vid Montian, yeah, yeah, he was quickest in the uh, in the slow group ahead of Rodrigo, yeah. with uh, Enzo Vid Montian in the third spot in that ends, uh, ends up in the top ten. Yeah, all three, all three of them, all three, all three of them. That's right, all yeah. three of them. So again, you know, kind of like the Ron White, you know, one year you're you're winning the LCQ, the next year you're winning the Supernet. Super, <laughs> that's right, yeah. yeah. Super and I will say that Rodrigo did tell me that the engine engine kind of fell on its face a little bit for the final. That's what he had okay. told me. So uh, good to know that. Still moved up three spots, though. <laughs> That's it. That's it. But again, as you said, big win for Enzo Vidmontiana. What a way to cap off the season. A couple of championships. Exclamation point with the Super Nats. Well done. We pause this show for a quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. If the dream is IndyCar, set your target on the Road to Indy presented by Cooper Tires. Our ladder system is designed to take drivers through three runs of competition. The first step is the Cooper Tires USF 2000 Championship, which features a carbon tub Tatus chassis, 180 horsepower, and a paddle shift sequential gearbox. Boost the USF 2000's output to 250 horsepower for the Indy Pro 2000 program, the second rung on the road to Indy. 
Add in increased grip and more aero downforce, and the Tatus PM18 becomes an incredible training machine. The final step before IndyCar is the Indy Lights Championship presented by Cooper Tires. The Delara IL15 boasts a whopping 450 horsepower. This car itself has trained so many drivers in the IndyCar series. At all three levels, you race at premier venues on the same dance card as IndyCar. Showcase your skills under the watchful eyes of IndyCar scouts and owners. The program is unprecedented around the world, offering the opportunity to climb the ladder with over $2 million in scholarships to the champions in USF 2000, Indy Pro 2000, and Indy Lights. Former Carters fill the roster of Road to Indy graduates in IndyCar, like Joseph Newgarden, Pato Award, Connor Daly, Jack Harvey, Felix Rosenquist, Colton Herta, Ed Jones, Charlie Kimball, Dalton Kellett, and Renus VK. Follow in their footsteps. If you want to race IndyCar, there is only one choice. The Road to Indy, presented by Cooper Tires. You can buy all the latest and greatest products on the market. But when you're karting to win, it boils down to one thing. You, the driver. Gain the knowledge and abilities by investing in yourself at the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy, and you'll find those extra tenths of a second you need to put yourself on the podium. The school was established by Supercarts USA Hall of Fame driver Allen Rudolph, with decades of victories and championships in multiple forms of the sport, including other disciplines of racing. The Allen Rudolph Racing Academy, located at the Speed Sports Racing Park in the metropolitan Houston area, is designed to teach driving skills at all levels. The instructors of the academy have decades of racing experience and educating drivers of all ages. Classes at the academy will teach the concepts and skills needed both behind the wheel and off the track. From the beginning kart racing experience and intro to karting courses, to their advanced one-day and two-day courses and karting clinics, the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can improve the skills of any driver. For more information on the specific programs that the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can provide for you, head to speedsports.com and click on the Racing Academy page. Be sure to follow the Academy on social media by searching for Allen Rudolph Racing Academy. Thank you for listening to the EKN Radio Network. We now join the show already in progress. All right, continuing in the race report brought to you by OTK. Let's go to Micro Swift. And again, another driver who did the same thing as Vid Montien to a certain extent. What a way to cap off the season. Uh, Harvick and Stellar 2021 season on top of Super Nationals podium. Yeah, a stellar uh, year for, for Keelan Harvick. Again, across the board, beginning with Super Karts USA Winter Series Championship, going all the way through the season, winning at a number of different events, both two cycle and four cycle a number of championships to his credit, but uh, a, a solid season. And we thought Harvick was going to be the guy in the, because I believe he was quickest in nearly every single practice session, yep. but Ethan Tova was able to lay down a flyer and qualifying to be able to, uh, to finish uh, the time session in the first spot with Ashton Woon in the second spot. So we had three nitro carts in the top three for qualifying with Tova Woon and Harvick. And then you get into the the heat races, and that's when Harvick kind of pulled the trigger a little bit and was like, "This is my show, guys!" And yeah. uh, was able to uh, to pull off the win in all three heat races. Again, another driver who, when he gets out front, he pretty much puts down some consistent lap times. And then 
any type of fighting behind him, he's able to pull out a little bit to an advantage. So when it came to the main event time, Harvick was on the pole position with uh, Ethan Tovo on the outside of row one. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me comment on the heat races first, Dave, yeah. before we jump in there, because I just want to say this. I want to say, obviously, one of the, probably a career race for Ethan Tovo. He was in the hunt, racy, strong, you know, could potentially put, put, could put the cart seemingly, seemingly everywhere, was fighting with, uh, with, with Keelum throughout the weekend, too. So Ethan, a huge, huge uh, a weekend for him. And a, a kid that I think we're going to be talking about for a couple of years here, in, I think he's a young, was one of the youngest micros there, and that's Lucas Palacio. Um, I had picked him to be in the top five. We saw what he was able to do on the Pro Tour, working with Greg Welch from Forward Direction Motorsports on that Cosmic. Um, uh, comp cart. Really, really impressive. Comp cart. I, say, I, say, I meant comp cart. Thank yeah. you. I <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I can, it's, it's the yellow. They used to have Cosmic. The they yellow. used to have Cosmic. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, uh, I, I know that for, I was on the comp they, cart all year. Well, J3 used to be Cosmic, remember? They, they were. Old they school were. days. Now they, they have their own chassis called the comp cart. But Lucas was, uh, I think, P2 in the first two heat races, right? Two and heat races, yeah. Literally was in the, in the scrap. I, I have a feeling this is a kid we're going to be watching for to be up front next year running for win, lot, a lot of wins and he's already got a pro tour win under his belt I know. Yeah. so so he's got the confidence and again you got to be consistent through the three heat races and a 26 in heat number three cost him the opportunity to be able to start on the front row or at least row two and i think he ended up in the wall on the outside of turn one i think he got pinched out at the start and got into the bears in the very first lap or something like that or early in that run i think yeah, so anyway, so. Let's, let's jump. Let's jump into the main. David Harvick and Tovo on the front row, strong nitro cart front row. Yeah, and they were able to hook up and work together to uh, to get away. They did have. Um, now you said his name. I don't want to mess mess it up. Now I I, I asked him. At, I know who you're talking about. I asked him on the podium to make sure I got it right. I've been thinking about podium. this all day, and I can't remember how to say it. It's Faith and Serapon. Faith and Faith and Serapon. No Serapon. D. We always I always say the D. He told but me it's, it's like George Michael, you got to have faith, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Faith yeah. on. I, yeah, right. faith in Serapon. Faith, in. faith, faith on Serapon. Faith in Serapon. We're going to keep, yeah. what are we going to make? Because he's going to be a kid we're going to be talking about. He's, he's going to be another one, yeah. That's and, exactly right. And it was those right. three drivers that were kind of able to break away. And unfortunately, Tovo did not leave his wingman. He kept on the back bumper of Harvick, and they were able to, to eventually, after the halfway point, uh, get away from from Phaethon. So it was really yeah, a two driver fight. That's it. And then Serapon, he got back in, he was right at the line coming across with them, but it only was because, because they were battling of the, the last, last lap. lap battle. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was, yeah. he lost the draft enough to be able to not fight on that last lap. But then as they got to the checker flag was there wanting in one more lap, but it <laughs> that's it. One more lap. <laughs> and it would have been good. Uh, in the end, uh, like you said, Harvick was able to hold the position. Uh, Tovo did whatever he could in the last, you know, trying to go around the outside to get the better run. It, I, I, I really wish the, the start finish line was a little further down. It was the closest finish of the weekend. Was it really? 53 thousandths of a second. Nice. So just nice. a little bit of a narrower gap than the one we'll talk about tomorrow. Um, Jackson, Jackson Porter quick all weekend. Right, very. I thought it was a really good weekend for for Jackson Porter. He was right in the fight there, and an Ashton Wound, who uh, I think we knew would be part of the fight. Um, Ashton ended up coming home in P five. Well, Porter actually qualified thirty first, oh, so didn't he know. was wow. able to move his way forward. Got eighteenth, eighteenth, and twenty third to be able to start in the nineteenth position. He started nineteenth and finished fourth. So moved up. He was a hard charger of the race. Was able to move up fifteen spots into that fourth position. Wow. Uh, 
aboard the uh, the Bennett. So uh, a good showing for for Jackson. Again, Jackson, we've seen at the Challenge in the Americas. Hopefully, we'll be able to uh, to see him again when we head down to uh, to Musselman Honda Circuit in Tucson at the end of January. We got to go back to this one because we didn't we, we literally didn't mention it on the debrief at the at the at Uh-oh. the Resorts World. Oh. No, it, it, I, I, oh. I didn't see it. It was Braden Robertson back in KA100. Yes. We did. I was, uh, I, 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 we didn't? I, 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 well, they, I, I don't remember. Do it. I don't remember doing it, obviously. Well, uh, you, that might have been the class that you stepped away from. Oh, that's true. Yeah, his, he was the hard charger yeah, his in dad, that his category. Dad, his dad dropped the hammer. He's a, he's a cross-link driver, right? Yeah. Um, and it was a – and they finished 10th and 11th. Aiden Rudolph and Braden Robertson. Yeah. Robertson was just – Yeah. Fight I believe he, I was, normally, normally, we have the hard chargers in here. I want, and, I, and I forgot about that. Let's make sure we have the hard chargers for tomorrow. So we get those Sorry about that. Yeah. That's all right. Is it, my, um, is it my internet that's lagging or yours? I don't know. I can hear you. Everything's okay. fine with me. All right. Good. All right. Um, yeah, Probably so, the family upstairs. So Braden Robertson in K100 Jr. We didn't get a chance to talk about them. I'm sure they're uh, – hopefully they'll wait in for that one. But, yeah, that was a great run. 31st he started, you're saying. Where yeah. He, wow. he qualified 31st and then started the main event in the oh, – see, I lost it. No, I meant um, Braden. 19. Oh, Braden. Yes. Yeah, Braden. Sorry. Because he passed a ton of guys. I, I'm pretty sure we talked about every hard charger if we mentioned their name in, in the one there. But yes, I did not put it in into our um, debrief here. I'd like to get a, a, a title name to the, for the hard charger. That's something we got to work on. Do we on. need a sponsor? Do we need a hard charger sponsor? I think, I think we need to, just, right, just we'll so that way that. we can plug that in. We'll but uh, yeah, 32nd, qualified 34th. Had a 39, a 39, and an 18th. So that he started the main event in the 32nd position. That's great. So maybe he just likes to drive on Sundays. Maybe that's <laughs> what it is. I, I, but either way, it was, yeah, it was a very strong performance for him. Nice uh, up 21 positions. And like you said, behind Aiden Rudolph, the other cross-link competition driver. Well, so that's essentially with 20, that's almost a car, a car to lap. Yeah. Right. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well done for Braden Robertson there. That's, that's solid. Uh, Otherwise, that wraps it up. There we go. Harvick with the win. And again, Harvick winning the USPKS. Yes. CKNA, Grand Nationals. Both, both the Spring Nationals and the, and the, and the Grand Nationals. And then he wins the Supernats. And then win, and along with the Scusa Winter Series as well, too. Yeah, so he wins the biggest four-cycle race of the year yes. and the biggest two-cycle race of the year for that mini-category, cadet category. So, yeah, Keelan Harvick, tremendous job. Ethan Tovo, like I said, uh, shout-out to Ethan for doing a, a great job. And Faith on Sarah Pond as well for being right in the fight. There you go, yeah. folks. That's uh, that's your race report. No, we didn't. But, uh, a couple, couple more names. Spectrum. What do you got? I know we didn't. I was say Ashton went fifth. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't mention. I the did. Top I already five. said that. Oh, okay. Sorry, my bad. Hey, Jackson Porter. We just I'm talked dealing about Jackson with. Porter. I'm dealing with this. You're cutting out, so I'm trying to figure out if it's my internet or if it's your internet. So, it must be mine because I'm, you're not cutting out on me. Okay, good. Then it is probably yours. All right, then we're good. It happens. But yeah, this the, again. Hey, I said it in our outlap. This category was pretty calm. Did not have a lot of major issues. No, and uh, and kept everything clean throughout the week. So keep keep doing that, micros. Yes, keep doing that. Keep doing that. You be you. You be you. <laughs> we pause this show for a quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network.
Located in Mooresville, North Carolina, on-site at GoPro Motorplex, Carn Sport North America features over 6,000 square feet of retail space. Along with being the official race team and distributor for the Kurt Republic chassis, they offer full retail sales, current service and storage, and products from the top brands in the sport, such as CZ Chain, Talon Sprockets, SKF Bearings, and Prisma Tire Gauges. If you want to take your racing to the next level, they also offer driver training and coaching programs available trackside at GoPro Motorplex. They have a massive inventory, so head to their online store at cartsportna.com to get same-day shipping of the parts and components that you need. While you're there, check out their used section of carts, engines, parts, and accessories. Cartsport North America, top quality products, winning brands, and professional driver development services. We don't just drive trucks because they're dependable workhorses that let us tackle icy roads all winter and tow a boat on the summer weekends. We also drive trucks because they're fun. And the Cooper Discoverer Rugged Trek is a truck tire made with fun in mind. Like any Cooper tire, the Rugged Trek is designed to do everything you need it to do. It's got stone blockades to protect your tires off-road and whisper grooves for smooth, quiet street driving. But with its in-your-face design, like the dual sidewalls that let you choose between two aggressive looks, the Cooper Discoverer Rugged Trek is also a tire that shows off your truck's wild side. It's the tire that's off-road party on the outside and dependable all-purpose Cooper design on the inside. Learn more at coopertire.com. Go with the Coopers. Thank you for listening to the EKN Radio Network. We now join the show already in progress. All right, David, let's jump into the Constructors Championship for these particular four categories. Um, I'm, I'm surprised Parallel doesn't have one, which, which with how good they how good they were. But Tony Cart with two, Benick with one, and Nitro Cart with one. Yeah, it was, uh, as we'll talk about some more tomorrow, but pretty diverse aside from Jeremy Fletcher in these four categories, getting two of the victories. So uh, a good dive, you know, a good mix of chassis brands. And again, like you said, Perlin was among the uh, a good good uh, brands throughout the week, especially in the mini mini category. We had a number of nitros in the micro division as well. Benix were, were, were doing both cat doing well in both categories, as we said, with Jackson Porter in the micro division and Enzo Vidmontien in mini swift. Uh, and again, a number of to- OTK carts out there in the junior divisions as yeah, well, too. Lots. Um, but cart Republic runner up in, in X 30 junior with Max Garcia. So yeah, will, a number of different power. brands. Of, That's right. What's that? Yeah. yeah on the, on will, the willpower. Yeah, willpower cart made by, uh, by cart Republic. So, uh, That's it number of different brands up there. I'm looking at K. I think it was mostly OTKs up there. Yeah. We had OTK for the top six, top six with Elliot Cox. Great. That was the best performance I've seen. I said that in our debrief at the hotel, best performance I'd seen all year by Elliot Cox uh, to finish seventh. Again, another driver on the wheel power cart. That's right. All right. Predictions. David and I made a bunch of predictions. Uh, Do we have to show these? Yeah. Let's get some graphics up here. Where do you want to go? Uh, what do you want to just throw back it to the top? Let's go back to the top. Next 30 junior. You, you, should I go first since I'm, I'm not going to win total wise? Yeah, but, you go first. Or actually, we'll go by who was best in class. I like that. So I like that. X 30 junior. Uh, you had six points. Let me pull up the, uh, the spreadsheet here. 
Who do I have? Well, like, yeah, I picked three. I picked three of them. So you have four of the top. Four of the top. I have four. I have it listed as four, four of the top I... five. Fletcher, oh, Ingrada, Garcia, and Gaffer. And I got Gaffer in the right spot. And you have Gaffer in the right spot. Yes, you do. But if we click over to me, so did I. <laughs> yeah, but but Uh-oh. you don't have Vinnie Phillips, so I won the class. Yes. So you... Yeah. You had uh, one more top five pick than I did. So you yes. had six points in this category compared to my five. So yes, it was, again, a good competitive category that, for that us. That was solid. That was 100% you know, We both solid. picked one driver to pick to finish in that correct yeah. position. So yeah. not bad, not bad. Not, you know? that, was actually, that was actually pretty impressive, actually. For, so for, we'll listen, go- for, David, for everybody who like throws us under the bus. Yeah. Like literally, late, like we get in there like, you're wrong. How do you not pick me? Blah blah blah. I thought we did. I thought I did pretty good. I'm pretty happy there. Yeah, I think other we don't this, look stupid. Well, hold on. This, other than Master Shifter, this was the one category where we picked the most top five finishes. So this you one. had four, yeah. and I had three. So right. it's pretty good. Let's now go we'll get junior. into a bad one where we did were a really really bad one for me, and not so good for you. So K100 Junior. Yeah. You had two of the top five. Oh, by, by the way, I go back. I, I, I told Jeremy I picked him to win. I obviously didn't you pick didn't, Jeremy to win. You didn't I picked pick him for him to second. Win. We both picked yes. Kai Sorensen to win. So I will yes. correct myself there. Yes. I'm dumb. It's okay. Um, yeah, but it obviously helped him helped give him some some pro some uh, some what do you call it? Yeah, but so here we, you. Yeah, two. We, you uh, only had two correct. Can you pick them out? Uh, I had Fletcher and Noah Baker. Correct. So yeah. those were the two drivers. Uh, but I had in Baker in the right five. spot. No. Yeah, I, I picked Baker that. fifth. Hold he on. finished fifth. Let me see that. Hold on. <laughs> so now I got to go back. Oh, shit. I missed that, didn't I? Yeah. Thank God we can do this. See, it's good that we go over it. So we'll adjust the, the point totals for you. <laughs> Hold on. So that gives you one more point now. So that's wow. good for you. Yeah. So let me update. Damn it. Now I got to update. All right. So you had, so you had three points in this category. We'll show you my dismal uh, selections here. <laughs> I had Elio Meza in the second spot. I would have gotten four points for that. He would have. But then Good he pay. Hey, listen, there. listen. I'll give you. I'm, I'll give you the props on the Elio Meza pick because he's a heck of a young driver, and I just hadn't picked him to get in the position. And, and he he was he was right there, like you said. And Vasquez, I, I didn't pick Vasquez, and he was fast all weekend. Could have been. And there. he was fast again. Yeah. It's just you know the cookies did not crumble my way. Yeah, you know, Ingrado and Aiden Rudolph finished ended up finishing tenth, not fifth, but still in the top ten. Yeah, and you know, he just he just didn't have that that pace to be in the top five, which you know it it, it happens. You know that's sometimes how it goes. And Ingrada actually was watching the race from the sideline. I think he was involved in an opening lap wreck, so all that right. that did not help my predictions at all. So so I beat you there too. So yes, you beat me three to zero for those keeping at home. It was six to five in X thirty junior. Three to zero in KA one hundred junior. Awesome. awesome. We will go now to Mini Swift. Can you tell me how many you got right here, Rob? Um, I got one right. I have one guy right. No, Jack Iliff. I have two. There you go. I got two yeah. guys in there, but nobody in the right spot. Correct. Yeah, I picked Iliff and I picked Iliff and Vidmontien to be there, and they, they were both in the top five. That's there solid. you go. And right. if we go to mine, it Uh-oh. shows the same thing with Iliff and Vidmontien Vid in the top five. Yeah. So essentially, this category was a wash. You know, we two were, for yeah. we were both two for two in this one. Did not uh, did not set the world on fire in that one. No. All right, Micro yep. Swift. That's How are we this, looking? This is me. 
Uh, I ended up with a whopping one. Wow. I Correct. Got the but you had the, the winner. winner. So the that's winner. six points for you. It's a good I point. Winner. I mean, yep. that's yep. that's as many as you scored in X30 Junior. Good, good score. <laughs> good score, Rob. Unfortunately, I had a little bit of a better score than you did. What do you got? Let me see what yours looks I like. I have the winner. Yep. And then I have uh, uh, Giamatteo Rousseau. Oh, I'm sorry. Sarapon. No, you have Sarapon. Yep. That's yep. what I meant. Sorry. All right. Wrong person. So you nipped so, me on that one. So I got seven points out of out of that one. So if you're counting at home, seven points for David, six points for Rob. Where do we end? Where do we end up all told? So that essentially puts us, and I adjusted the total already. Rob at seventeen points, and David at fourteen points for the four categories that we began with. So sweet, sweet. All right, Back there you go. Here. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Nice. Nice, nice. I will say seven is not the highest score from a class. So really? We'll have our highest score in a category tomorrow. Hold on. I'm going to quickly look here at my. Uh, no. Uh, I wanted to see. I wanted to quickly look through. Just look through. See if I could figure out who it is real quick. Oh, I come on. I wouldn't talk about it if it was, if it was oh, you. It's, <laughs> you're such a dick. You're such a dick. Uh, let me see here. Well, it, was, it wasn't Pro Shifter. Uh-uh. It definitely wasn't X30 senior. No, you had a good score there, but not quite the highest. It wasn't K? It wasn't K senior, was it? No. Oh, it's good. To, oh, it's master shifter. Oh, you got it perfect. No, you didn't. I, didn't, I did you not did. have it perfect. But first, I second, did, you had first, second, and third. I picked the winner. You picked the winner and four drivers oh, in it. And you know what? The funny thing is, Musser was second, but got the pushback. Yep. Oh, yeah. Wow. So see, yeah. Uh, That's good. Well done. Well done. All right. We'll talk cool. more about that class tomorrow. All right. That, so let's, uh, let's wrap it. Let's wrap things up folks. Uh, we're back tomorrow again, same time, David, or we have to go eight 30. Oh, eight, eight, eight PM. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure what's going on with the yep. Dave, Dave playing, playing sports dad. No, that was tonight. I got okay. back in time. Yep. All right. Good. All right. So let's, uh, let's jump into the EK and trackside live race calendar. Then don't let everybody know where we're going to be because this season's done. Let's going do it. The next one. All right. This edition brought to you by Franklin motorsports. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience. And they can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. They specialize in IME engines, tilt seats, and of course, their championship winning Merlin chassis. They've been supplying racers with start-to-finish support at race events for years, from providing a helping hand on a weekday test outing or in a club event, to full arrive and drive packages at the highest level of karting competition. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. And David, not just championship winning Merlin, super nationals winning Merlin chassis. As well. Again, another category we'll talk about tomorrow. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Um, so again, we're off for another three weeks, uh, January 7th to the 9th. It's uh, no rest for the wicked. That's for sure. Um, Supercarts USA winter series. Back on AMR Miami Motorsped Motorplex <laughs> AM presented by MG Tires. AMR, AMR Motorplex. Motorplex. I thought, yeah, AMR no, Motorplex Homestead. No, literally, Miami literally, Speedway. what they had, it's AMR my Homestead. No, AMR Homestead Miami Motorplex presented by go. MG Tires. That's the way it is. Oh, no, no, no. Shake my earbuds off. Lots. Um, down at Homestead, you and I are going to both be there for the opening round of the Scuzo Winter Series. Uh, 
a lot of kids jumping from micro to mini, mini to junior, junior to senior. Not many guys going from senior to masters. <laughs> no, that, you only save that for super nationals. That's, that's Joey Wimsett. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and then uh, three weeks later, uh, we'll kick off the new Challenge of the America series, uh, the Muscle Muscleman Honda Circuit for their first round, fifteenth um, year, right? 15th Anniversary fifteenth year. year for the Challenge of the Americas, if I'm not mistaken. Entry open today, right? Opened on the eighth. We put on out a press release. Oh, that's right. Letting people know, reminding people about that uh, today. Um, yeah, so get very excited. Hotels. Yeah, get your hotels get for your hotels. Tucson and Phoenix for sure because of the uh, the surrounding events going on in those cities. Uh, and obviously, Sonoma is always a busy uh, area during the month of March and April. So, so book that one as well too. But um, yeah, they're um, expecting to get uh, obviously the entries pouring in before Christmas and then just after New Year's and and then kind of shape up what they're hoping to be a record uh, season for the Challenge program. And yeah. then, uh, go ahead. As you said, not much turnaround. No, not much turnaround. <laughs> and again, that's the difference. You know, that's the downside. And we, and again, something we talked about in in the uh, in the paddock a little bit was the guys doing the. Um, it, you know, it's it's not a lot of time for the winter series. And you know, Scuse has got to regroup. All the teams have got to regroup. Competitors have got to regroup. And so, you know, having it before Thanksgiving kind of helps you give that those two extra week buffer to get ready for the next season so yeah as we're hoping uh, as, we're as, hoping that super nats is going to move back to that i'm hoping week. to yeah, as jerry brown just says here fletcher's senior debut at amr coming this weekend in the in the uh the sskc this the southern florida uh sunshine charting championship and then he's going to daytona as well yeah so well, for for some for some guys not a lot not a lot of time right there no. Well, when you live in Florida, you're expected to race 12 That's months true. out of the year. Right? I actually talked to Mike, Mike Rawls a bit earlier today. And I forgot and, this one too. And he told me that they're, they're super busy. They're obviously, they're obviously taking carts out. Uh, of course, all the Rawls and performance group carts from the super Nats are all for sale. So if you're looking for a go-kart, give Mike, Mike Rawls a call. They're packing up and heading back to Florida. And yeah, Ashton Wu, why, why didn't you predict me in your top fives? There's like 10 guys we could pick. Hopefully it motivated but you, Ashton. It's better because he finished top five. That's why I wanted to mention that a little bit earlier because yeah. I didn't know about the top five breakdown. Sometimes we don't pick guys, so they do finish in the top five or, or even win, as we as we heard from Derek Wang on the podium. Yeah, you, you did get <laughs> – folks, if you didn't listen, if you didn't watch X30 Masters, the podium, uh, Derek Wang in his victory uh, celebration uh, speech, speech, his celebration – lambasting David Cole. The, I think he called you the fifth best editor fifth. of uh, assistant editor. <laughs> that would have been better than assistant editor. Assistant to the assistant. assistant. Uh, <laughs> let's give a shout out here to uh, Rob Dutton. Thank you so much. Appreciate the kind words. Thanks for everything you guys do in the carding community. Appreciate it. That is awesome. We appreciate it. Uh, what else we got going on? Oh, here's, uh, here's one here. Thanks, David, for having Giamatteo. Unfortunately, we wanted to correct a problem and change the setup for the final. Not the best decision, so we could not hold down your points. Giamatteo Rosso. Next year, buddy. Next Great year. driver. Great young yeah. driver. He was fun to, yeah, fun to watch. Tour champion. Yeah, fun to watch him this year. Giamatteo Rosso is a, very, a, a tremendous little yeah. young driver, and I love it. Running number one, more, one, too. One, one more final thing. You, got, um, you know, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for the pictures to come. I actually messaged uh, AMR Motorplex about it. All the new uh, updates and upgrades are going to be there. They're done. They should be yeah. completed and uh, getting ready for that Sunshine State Karting Champ uh, Challenge event that will be coming up here 
Uh, I think what this weekend was it? That I think it's said? this weekend. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, we're waiting to get the, the official photos from them and be able to publish those uh, on social media, show everybody the, uh, the grass that is growing around the racetrack. I want to see new, that. Yeah, new, see the, the new curbing and the new, um, the rumble strips on the exit points. Well, there's some good information to cap off this edition of the debrief. This is number one. We got another one coming tomorrow, eight o'clock tomorrow evening. Uh, we've got all the senior categories, the masters categories as well. David, who who we got? We got a couple of guys coming in, right? I hope to. I haven't contacted them yet, but uh, oh, all right, it should all be right. easy. I thought you had those um, locked in already. I I, I got right. busy with right. again. We got the Rotax Grand Finals going on, so I was trying to get that coverage done that I got to publish in a little bit later. Yeah, uh, going we're going to try to get, we can't get Derek Wang cause he's actually there right now. Competing. That's right. That's true. Yeah. Um, so he'll be sleeping. So we won't be able to get him. Uh, we'll try and get Joey Wimsett out of his, uh, his barn. See if he can, uh, <laughs> see if he can, and the stash. We'll see if he's shaved it yet or That's we'll see true. if he's keeping it. Um, and we'll try Ryan and, get, and we'll try and get Ryan Norberg as well yeah. too. So again, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll try to, to have a few guests and, and, and see, uh, see what happens again. It's, it, it was a long week. We were, were still recovering. <laughs> and as always, it was, yeah, like I'm, I'm literally still not recovered yet. My voice is still a little scratchy. Uh, any of our shows like this uh, that we have on Facebook and on YouTube, if you're watching on Facebook, it will be archived on YouTube. You can go there, watch it on YouTube um, anytime as well. We'll push that out tomorrow. Let people know where they can go on if you missed it or if you just came in late, like Sean Bailiff just did. Um, <laughs> Sean, how are you? <laughs> Um, probably getting ready for the new season as well at Trinity. Probably getting ready for WK. They got uh, the Margay Ignites going down there, and they'll probably do some KA racing down there on the Cart Republics. So, uh, yeah, they'll be busy. Otherwise, folks, thank you so much for tuning into this edition of The Debrief. We are back once again uh, tomorrow with another one to cap off our coverage of the Supercarts USA Super Nationals. Thanks again, folks. We do appreciate it. Big thank you to Peril and USA for being our presenting sponsor here today. On behalf of David Cole, my name is Rob Howden. Bye for now.